start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. Hello and welcome to Safety FM. It is currently 2.41 in the afternoon and we are coming to you live, 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 live from Orlando, Florida. How the heck are you? So if you are listening to us at this particular moment in time, you're either listening to us on safetyfm.com on the Listen Now section, on Facebook, or the roundabout of what we call Spreaker. So you have the different options there, of course, of where you're listening to us. And we are coming to you, like I said, live from Orlando, Florida. Anyways, currently 2.41 in the afternoon, and I am rudely interrupting the Mike Saddam show if you're listening to us on safetyfm.com or on Facebook. And I know that we do not jump that frequently on to Safety FM um, using the Spreaker aspect, but from time to time we have to come in and definitely say hello and what the heck is going on in your neck of the woods. So this week, if you have been listening to the Safety FM podcast, oh yes, I did say the word podcast. Um, you have probably did or you did notice that it was the reverse aspect, and what do I mean by that? The reverse aspect being that I was the one that was being interviewed. Oh yes. The weirdness of being interviewed. But it was a very interesting aspect. I mean, we had Jill James actually come on to, well, I went on to her show, and she interviewed me, which was much different than what I'm accustomed to. And it was weird, but in a good way. I mean that to the best way possible in regards on how that actually um, worked out. Anyways, as you are listening to Safety FM, some other things are coming about. You are noticing that we are having some more shows show up on the network. And when I refer to the network, I am talking about safetyfm.com. And of course, our podcast network, where you can take a listen to different show, different people, and have all kinds of different aspects on what's going on inside of the safety world. At least that's the way that I look at it. And the reason behind that I like to make these references is because sometimes people feel like they're limited on the amount of different variety um, that there is available inside of that safety industry. Also, keep in mind, just because I speak of one format of safety, it does not mean that there's not different formats of safety out there. And just because one format of safety, I'm going to say the no-no stuff right here, just because there's one format of safety that I speak about does not mean that it's the one that's going to work within your organization. Now, my particular concept of what I believe in safety works for what I am doing But keep in mind that you have to be in a certain part of your journey just to make sure that some of these elements work. So that's something just to keep track about, of course, or at least make a reference to. 
So keep that in mind as we're having these conversations here today. And the reason that I talk about all this lovely stuff is because I think it's important to the conversation on where we're trying to go inside of safety and, of course, inside of what you're doing with your organization. Organizations are, I'm not going to say they're finicky, but it's kind of different on how they end up working on what's going to take place from organization to organization on what needs to be done. And I only say this from the standpoint of, You have to look at it that each organization is going to be in a different section of their their path. So each one will do something slightly different, and that's perfectly fine. And there's nothing against that. It's always just look at it from at least they're doing something opposed to doing nothing. (laughs) Uh, And I think that sometimes we tend to forget that information right there. And it's crucial and important all at the same time that our different safety journeys are going to take us down different aspects. How did you get to where you are right now inside of your organization? Are you practicing a versionality of safety? How is that working? Does it make sense for what your organization is trying to accomplish? So think about those things as you move forward and have the conversations. I know that sometimes it's extremely difficult for some organizations to accept the versionality of safety that they might be looking at. And I don't want to continue just to sit here and be like, safety, 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 safety. But understand that because that's sometimes where we get, I'm not going to say confused, but we get to a point where there is a interesting conversation per se um, of exactly what needs to be done next. And we'll be back right after this. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moment. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. So you're bored with what you're listening to and you think you need a little more? Because if you need a little more, I think I can help you. everybody, Todd Conklin, Pre-Accident Investigation, and along with my buddy Jay Allen of Safety FM, we've done the unthinkable, and that is we put some of my books up on Audible. So if you gather information by listening to books on audio, you're in luck because three books are available right now. And if you're interested, you can pick them up, no problem at all. Workplace Fatalities, The New Five Principles of Human Performance, And my very first book called Simple Revolutionary Acts are all available for you to enjoy and ponder and argue and chew on. And they're they're yours and they're on Audible. Try them out. How do you handle reporting suspicious activity? If you see something, say something. To report suspicious activity, please contact your local law enforcement. Describe specifically what you observed, including who or what you saw. When you saw it, where it occurred, and why was it suspicious? If there is an emergency, please dial 911. For more information, go to dhs.gov. See something, say something. This message has been brought to you by Homeland Security and Safety FM. Could you imagine changing the derogatory incorrect information on your credit report by a click of a button? How would that make you feel? What if I told you this one book could change your credit history 
forever. The best part? It's yours. Absolutely free. Go to issueswithcredit.com. No gimmicks. No information required. Just click on the link and download. Issueswithcredit.com. We're here to help. Welcome back to Safety FM. This is Jay Allen, currently 248, coming to you live from our studios in Orlando, Florida. And I I always hate when I say that because sometimes it com- comes across as like I'm bragging that we're in Orlando. A lot of people don't end up telling you on how freaking hot it actually gets here from time to time. And then the other aspect is I'm going to reference this. The humidity here is terrible. And I mean terrible, terrible. So anyways, what do you have going on in your journey currently? What do you have going on from the aspect of what are you changing inside of the culture inside of your organization? I know that sometimes we don't tend to have those conversations. We tend to be more of rules, guides. We need to do the safari hunt opposed to being more along the lines of what are you doing to change, oh yes, I did say change, um, the things that are going on inside of your organization. So let's have that conversation today. What impl- what things are you implementing to attempt to change? Are you doing anything that is going to change, not just today, but the future of what you have going on inside of your organization? I think that sometimes we get so hung up that we need to put a rule set in place opposed to actually looking at the different aspects of what can change by what you're putting in today and then changing towards the future. So kind of like, take a look at that for a moment. If you put some kind of safeguard into place today, what will it change of the future of your organization? Are those conversations that you normally tend to have with your workers is it a conversation that you tend to have when you go into an organization to assist? If not, why don't you start that conversation here today? Take a look at it. Think about the different things that you can do and the things that, yeah, I'm going to say the bad part, the things that you can't do. Because there's a combination of both things. And you have to work on what's going to make sense today to move forward opposed to not doing anything at all. And I think that that's sometimes where we get hung up as individual organizations or how you want to look at it in regards of your safety world. Now, you can contact me if you kind of disagree with what I'm saying, and that's perfectly fine. Now, if you are listening to us on Spreaker, you can go inside of the chat box aspect and type away right there. Or you always have the option of actually giving us a call on to the safety FM listen now section and you can just jump right into that particular portion that's off the website safetyfm.com and that will give you the availability of contacting us directly onto the studio we'll drop you onto the airwaves here oh yes I did say the airwaves I'm here of safety FM that way you can actually take a listen um, and then we can have the discussion right there on the air that's an option to you I know some people tend to shy away when It comes to the whole aspect of having a discussion on the air about some of the things that are going on inside of the safety world. And that's perfectly fine. Now, I have to tell you, earlier this week, I did get in contact with someone out of our New Zealand market, we'll say, um, in regards to some of the listeners. And I was kind of impressed because they were talking about some of the things that they're actually doing. And I'm going to screw up the name. I believe it's actually a town called Christchurch. And ever since they had the tragedy that they had a few weeks back, and they were talking about how they're looking at safety differently from that particular aspect. And the safeguards that have went into place as they're moving forward and trying to, I'm not going to say clean up the region, but change on how things are looked at. And I was amazed on when I was having a discussion with the person on how they referenced that 
they were so glad on how their government decided to move forward with what was going on and how they didn't want to give, we'll say, quote unquote, credence to the person that had caused all of these issues. And the reason that I think that they referenced this was because it was more along the lines of, you're going to make them popular or famous if you have them on, I guess, quote unquote, the news. And I looked at it and I go, you know, that's such a different approach than what we do here in, we'll say, quote unquote, North, North America on how we treat things. And, I, and, and I'm not going to go on to a rant here, but you have to look at it as that that just small change, it's not like they're hiding anything, but it's having that whole conversation in a different aspect. They knew there was a problem. They wanted to correct the problem, but they didn't do it where the problem was being corrected that everyone knew who the person was that caused the issue. And I know that that's kind of strange in regards of looking at it that way, but that's where we get into that whole thing of, I guess, praise in public, correct in private. And the, the correct in private here aspect is the portion that I look at and I go, that makes so much more sense because you are not making this person popular, famous, or infamous in this particular case. You are allowing them or you are not actually giving them a platform for what they did. And their, the whole thing that the person was telling me was they didn't want to do it from the standpoint where they would increase other people on doing the same thing. And I guess I didn't look at it that way when the conversation started. I looked at it more from the aspect of, That is such a different approach than what we take here in North America. And I won't sit here and go, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air, but I'll look at it and I'll tell you, it's amazing that that's the way they decided to go about it. And I look at it and I go for someone who, or an area that suffered so much, it's interesting on how quickly they were able to look at it and go, we're going to change our method. Not in a bit, not in a little while. We know right now what has occurred. We're not going to give these people a platform on being able to use this and, you know, to, I guess, cause other people to want to do the same thing. It was just, it was interesting. It was different. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great conversation that I was able to have with a person, but I just look at it and go, you know, you have to do with what makes sense with you and I guess wherever you're actually located in that side of the country inside of New Zealand decided to do that. And it makes logical sense to me, you know, kind of looking at it now, not trying to go on to any kind of rant here. And we'll be back right after this here on Safety FM. Do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. Jay Allen of Safety FM. Give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code PODCAST for a special discount. Are you tired of not being able to reach the people inside of your organization? What if there's a better approach? What if you could contact them in a click of a button? Here at Safety FM, we can assist you reach your team via podcast. How about setting up a private podcast for just you and your team members? We will cover topics that are important to you and your company. Visit safetyfm.com. That's safetyfm.com. And click on services for more information about your own private podcast. Safety FM, a safety-focused moment 
Adventure. You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. And welcome back to Safety FM. This is Jay Allen, currently 2.56 in the afternoon, and that is in the Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully, you're getting close to that hour on where you're actually going to end up leaving work, and you're not stuck there for a long period of time. Anyways, how are you? If you're listening to me, you are listening to me on a couple of different options here. Of course, we always are talking about safetyfm.com, or you can also listen to us on the safetyfm.live apps, and you know how all that mess goes. But right now, we are doing a special feature. Oh, yes, I did say special feature on Spring. Spreaker. So welcome to our Spreaker audience and taking a listen here on what we have going on on Safety FM. Currently, it is 2.57. I am coming to you from the Eastern Time Zone. Currently, if you are listening to us on safetyfm.com, we would normally have the Crucial Talks podcast going on right now. So I'm sorry that I rudely have interrupted it. And then at the three o'clock hour, we would have the Jay Allen Safety FM show. But if I'm interrupting the show to do my own show... Does it really count as an interruption? Anyways, I don't know. Sometimes that stuff doesn't make sense to me. So what do you have going on? We want to continue to talk on these focal points on what you're doing to change your organization moving forward. And this is where I kind of get hung up when I go into other agencies and start talking to people in regards to what we're trying to do in regards of safety. Now, I want to talk about this real quick because I was inside of an organization and a conversation came up and I, it really triggered me. And they said, if you go into a location and you start doing the foundation course of human and organizational performance, also known as HOP, safety differently, safety 2.0, whatever the heck you want to call it, we'll just say the new version of safety. That might be the easier way to do it. And they are not ready for the conversation. What do you do next? And that has puzzled me. I stopped for a moment and I was like, hmm, it kind of, it triggered me. And I looked at it and I go, there is a aspect to that question that makes a lot of sense, but it worries me all at the same time. And what do I mean by that? I mean exactly what it sounds like. Not all organizations are ready for safety differently new view safety. This is something that you have to prepare people for. It can't just be one of those things that you walk in and go, okay, you're ready to go. Let's move. So the conversation has to turn into this. If the organization is not ready for the conversation, then it is about training to put the foundation into place. And what does that mean? What does the foundation look like? The foundation looks like something entirely different. And what I'm talking about is this, you're going to have to change how that work environment looks inside of the organization, regardless of where they're at, to get this to be adjusted. What do I mean by that? I mean, you're going to have to revolutionize the way that the organization is behaving, regardless of where they are inside of the journey. They're going to have to understand 
that there's so many different aspects on preparing and doing the legwork of getting that set. And it's really, uh, we'll say, we'll use the buzzword of a culture change inside of the organization on how that needs to change. And why I say culture, because if the organization is not prepared to move on and look at these new things and these new aspects of safety, you're essentially wasting your time. And yep, I am going to say that straight up. And some people are going to be offended and some people are going to be quote unquote pissed off about it. But that's what happens. Some people are not ready for this. So you have to lay the groundwork. And I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, yes, I am telling you any everything that you need to hear. And I'm going to be Mr. Honest. And this is what's going to have to happen. And that's going to take. Nope. Some organizations are not prepared. Some of the organizations need to get ready. And certain things have to be done. So then continuing the conversation went like this. So what do you do to prepare the organization? And I started thinking about it and I started having a discussion with a very close colleague of mine. And we spoke briefly about something that he had discussed and written years ago. And he was talking to me about revolutionary acts that can change an organization. And he really had really written this aspect of more along the lines of the ideas and how you could change it at the time, but more from like a self standpoint, not really from an organizational standpoint. And as I went back and I read the information that um, the person was referencing, I've read the information three times. And I had it for a very, very short period of time. I want to say within an eight-hour time frame, I read it three times. It was probably about a 63-page document, but I looked at it and I go, there was so much information there on how organizations need to move forward, even though they were giving it from a person point of view. It made a lot of sense. And I said, if this could be taught as a class, organizations might be able to change the way that they look at things. And I'm not going to sit here and say, you need to, to order this class and this is going to change your life. But I'm looking at it from the standpoint that if you incorporate the foundation to this, and it's not the hot foundations, it is the foundations to be able to change what your organization needs to look like to be able to move forward. And I know that's a weird one. You start looking at that and you go, um, Jay? That doesn't make any sense, but you have to look at it from a different aspect. You have to look at it as that not everyone is ready to go. When you first heard of behavior-based safety and nothing against behavior-based safety, I think that's definitely the point that started me down this journey. But when you first heard about it, what did you do? Didn't you think that that was the best stuff on the planet? Yeah, there was some weirdness to it. There were some things that didn't probably make the most logical sense at the time. But you thought, hey, this works. And that's the same thing. As you go down the path, there's some things that get better. I'm not going to say things get worse, but there's some things that you look at and go, this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. And that's where you need to start going down the journey. Not everything's going to be perfect. I was having a conversation today with a very high level um, person known inside of the safety industry. 
And she was telling me, you have to understand, there is no such thing as a magic bullet, a fix-all. You have to walk into the organization and you have to start from where they're at. If you go into an organization and you tell people that they are wrong on where they're standing right now, you're going to lose them. And not that I disagreed with anything that she said, because she's absolutely right. I don't disagree with what she's saying. But people tend to forget that it's all about the approach. And the approach has such a large context to what you have going on inside of an organization when you first ideally start interacting with them. And that's a lot of the stuff that we tend to forget as safety professionals. I think that sometimes we go in guns blazing and it's more of it's my way or the highway. And that is not the correct approach. I mean, it's an approach. It might not be the correct approach. And those are the conversations that you need to have when you go inside of an organization and what you're doing. So just think about that a little bit. We're still not going anywhere. I'm still going to torture you here on safetyfm.com and on safetyfm.live. And of course, to our little Spreaker crowd, just want to say hello. And you can hit us up on the chat box like I did say earlier. Um, We are still going to be streaming here coming to you at 3.05 Eastern Time in good old Orlando, Florida. You know, I have to tell you, I always find it funny. When I start doing these streams, they load up sound effects for me. And I don't understand why I get loaded sound effects because am I going to play this? Because that doesn't sound fake at all or anything, right? Oh, there's a lightning strike here. Hold on. So anyways, I, this, I find it hilarious that they load this stuff up. Anyways, you are listening to Safety FM currently 3.05 in the afternoon, coming to you from the Eastern Time Zone here on Safety FM. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you're bored with what you're listening to and you think you need a little more? Because if you need a little more, I think I can help you. everybody, Todd Conklin, Pre-Accident Investigation, and along with my buddy Jay Allen of Safety FM, we've done the unthinkable, and that is we put some of my books up on Audible. So if you gather information by listening to books on audio, you're in luck because three books are available right now. And if you're interested, you can pick them up, no problem at all. Workplace Fatalities, The New Five Principles of Human Performance, And my very first book called Simple Revolutionary Acts are all available for you to enjoy and ponder and argue and chew on. And they're they're yours and they're on Audible. Try them out. 
Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover keytar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, here is your host, Dr. Jay Allen on Safety FM. Well, welcome back. 3.08 in the afternoon in the eastern time of the Seaborg here. Anyways, Jay Allen coming to you live from Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. So as we continue down this path of the dark journey of safety, I always look at it and I go, what the heck is going on inside of the industry? Now, I have to tell you, I get to see a lot of people, talk to a lot of people, interact with a lot of people, and I'm very fortunate and blessed and I appreciate the things that I'm able to do. And of course, I appreciate my squeaky freaking chair too. That's a whole other thing. But I want you to understand that it is one of those things that I'm blessed on doing, but I don't understand how some safety professionals are able to do it day in and day out. You go into an organization and you have a difficult time trying to... I'm not going to say convert people, but you're trying to get your mission across and they don't buy in. How do you find the strength to do that day in and day out? How are you able to go into an organization where people think, well, we'll say quote unquote, that you're nuts. How are, how are you able to do it? And I'm not trying to go down the deep, dark route of safety, but I'm looking at it and I go, How does that work? How are you able to feel that you're changing the organization by doing this? I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate people that are able to do this, what we call the nine to five. But I look at it and I go, you as the line level worker, the person out in the field, have one of the most difficult jobs on the planet. And why do I say that? Because you're trying to convert people at the same time that you're out there working side by side with them. You have to look at it where you are inside of what I call the duality of safety. And I only say that because you have such a weird thing going on. And why do I say weird? You have to be able to talk to your management You have to be able to talk to your field people and you're sometimes in a spot where the management doesn't believe on what you have to say and the field people don't believe on what you have to say. So how does that work? How does the justification work for you? How do you look at it and go, well, this makes sense to me. How is it worth your while day in and day out? I find it so difficult because 
I just look at it and I go, I don't think I could do it. And I don't mean that to be mean. I just look at it and go, I don't think that I'm the kind of person that can sit there day in and day out and be like, hey, people don't believe in what I have to say and be able to sit it out and to stick through it. So I admire what you're able to do. But I also look at it and go, what gives you the strength to do that on a week in and week out basis? Because if people are not believing in you, how do you look at it and be able to go, I'm going to continue to do this. This is working. I can see a change. I mean, I look at it and go, this is nuts and I don't like it. And I don't know if that kind of goes back into the whole thing where I look at it and go, I have to have people like me because I don't think that I'm one of those people, but I look at it and go, it has to be so difficult because you're waking up knowing that people are not looking forward to assist you. You're waking up knowing that people might look at you differently than what you expect. And I think it becomes very difficult to be able to quote unquote manage that, but maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm looking at it totally differently than what other people do. So how do you manage to work that? How do you manage to go in day in and day out and not have a problem with what's going on? How do you look at it from the whole standpoint of this makes sense? I admire what you do. But what do you justify it? So as I continue down having some of these conversations, by the way, you're listening to Safety FM 313. I just want to reference that sometimes that whole psychology behind everything is so different. And I say that because it makes it so difficult on how you get back home. And I look at it and I go, do some of your frustrations come out on some of the people that you're with? Do some of your frustrations come into play? And not that I'm saying, hey, you're going home and beating up people or anything crazy like that. I'm just saying, how does it work? How does it make sense? I guess to some extent, how do you justify it? How do you go, I need to continue to do the cause I need to continue to push forward regardless. I mean, what gives you the strength? What gives you the sensibility to be able to move forward with that? I don't know. That's that's something for you to answer because I am not sure how to answer that one. You're listening to Safety FM currently 314 in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it, and you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask? Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change the world's behavior through brainwashing. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. And that costs a family of four $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. 
It's worsening climate change through the release of methane gas. Save the food. Cha-ching. And it's wasting precious natural resources like our fresh water. Save the food. Cha-ching. So when you hear this sound, don't be neutral. Rethink your behavior. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, here is your host, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. How are you enjoying it so far? Does it make sense? Does it make it worth your while in regards of having the group from Spreaker here? And what we're trying to do always here at Safety FM is to grow the audience. What do I mean by that? Grow the audience. I'm trying to tell you, I'm not sitting here to go, oh, yes, we need everybody on the planet to listen. But I think that if we start talking about safety and doing safety quote-unquote, differently. We can do it from an aspect where it makes sense and there's different options. I always tell people when they ask me about Safety FM, the station or the network, however you want to look at it, about what am I trying to do? What I'm trying to do is have a whole bunch of safety professionals all in one area. And what I'm trying to accomplish by that is I don't want everybody to be like, hey, what Jay's saying is perfect and that's how it works. Because that's not the case. Everybody has a different aspect to their journey. And depending on where your journey is or where you're at in the journey, things can change. And that's what I get hung up on because I think that's important. I think that if you look at it and you go, hmm, if your journey can change as you go, maybe you can jump from one show to the other. Like right now, we have just recently started a new show, our newest show to the platform, is the Safety Consultant Podcast. And people might sit here and go for a moment, well, how does that help my journey? There are people inside of the safety world that will transition out. And they want to become safety consultants. So this particular new show that is hosted by Sheldon Primus, the show consists of him teaching people on how to become safety consultants or having conversations with people that were once in safety and then became safety consultants. That is part of the journey. Now, I'm going to tell you, his show does not consist of, hey, go buy a safety course and then um, take it to an organization and repackage it and then sell it to another organization. That's not what his show is about. What his show is about is becoming a true safety consultant and moving forward. If you listen to some of the other shows, let's use the example of Crucial Talks with Mike Saddam. Mike Saddam's show is exactly that. It's a crucial talk about X subject matter. The fun part about the whole thing is there are some safety topics, but it's not all about safety. And some people were kind of um, thinking that I was nuts when I put him on. But I look at it and I go, 
the aspects of what he's trying to accomplish with his audience is very important. It's one of those things that as I look at it, it doesn't always have to be all about safety. It could be what we call safety light, and it's okay. It's okay to talk about other things. It is okay to want to get people to come into the industry and look at things differently. It does not hurt anyone to do so. A few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of speaking to a young lady by the name of Angie B. Angie B was a great guest on the show. Angie B was not a safety person. Angie B was a person who speaks about coaching, mentoring. And I think that sometimes we get so hung up on talking only about safety that we forget that as part of our industry, we need to be able to speak other lingo. And I really thought that she brought a very fresh perspective on how some of the upper management inside of organizations look at things. And sometimes you might be pigeonholed as a safety professional. And I think that the point of view that she gave made a lot of sense. Now, keep in mind that her particular background was from Tesla. It came from Best Buy. It came from Starbucks. It came from, what was the other thing? Oh, what's that athlete? Um, oh, my God. Under Armour. Wow, my, my brain just went totally different direction. Um, but Under Armour. And you have to look at it and appreciate it because she was real. She didn't come on and go, oh, I'm going to sugarcoat this for you, Jay. She really came straight up and said, hey, this is what's going on. This is what works. This is what doesn't work. And tough crap. I know I'm on internet radio, but I always feel weird about trying to curse. It sounds like it's forced. (laughs) Anyways, but I want you to understand that's the whole other thing. And if we start going down more list of shows, um, of course, we have Dr. Todd Conklin on there, he, who is a very strong human and organizational performance person. The other person that we have on there is Dr. Tim Ludwig, who talks about behavior-based safety. And then, of course, Jill James with the discussions that she has about how did you get involved with safety and how did it make logical sense for you to become involved with safety. So it's always different. And I always tell people, listen to the show, listen to what we have to offer. And if it makes sense, listen to it, stick to it. But I want you to have the options of knowing that there's other things that are inside of there. There's other things that you can jump to. And I'm not going to say graduate, but you can move forward. And people go, well, Jay, aren't you kind of odd about doing a podcast aspect or excuse me, a radio station aspect opposed to just doing podcast. Well, here's my love. My love has been radio for the, for as long as I can remember. Um, but I look at it this way. If you were trying to, we'll say quote unquote, convert someone, trying to have them have that conversation with you about safety, you are probably going to be a little bit into a problem if you say go download this podcast because they're probably not going to follow your lead now if you turn on a radio station and yes it is a streaming radio station available on ios alexa skill and of course on the google play store Um, but if you do it as a streaming aspect 
you might have them listen a little bit longer. You might have them listen to an aspect that they were not expecting because they have options. Then they might go out and actually look for the shows. Doesn't guarantee it, but they might do it. Okay, so that is my thought process behind it. Anyways, currently 3.23 in the afternoon. You're listening to Safety FM live on Spreaker and on safetyfm.com. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. And welcome back to Safety FM. Currently 325 in the afternoon, coming to you from the Eastern Time Zone here in good old Orlando, Florida, from the Safety FM studios anyways i am glad that i have been able to interrupt our normally scheduled program um (laughs) for the last 40 some odd minutes or so and i know that you would normally be listening to me on safetyfm.com if you're on the streamer or right now on spreaker we're doing our little surprise action and jumping in there but what i want to reference here is what i like to do is i like to have conversations with safety professionals so here's what i want If possible, of course, only if possible, not mandatory. It is a option, 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 option. Why don't you reach out to one of our shows? We have different hosts. We have different availability and contact us and let's have some conversations on what you're seeing inside of the safety industry and what we might be able to do to assist. The other thing that I would love to be able to interact with and have discussions about is what if And I am saying, what if we tailor this more to what you're looking for? And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about exactly what you think. We tailor this to the aspect of let's give you the listener what you want. Let's give you exactly what you're looking for. Opposed to it just being some talking head behind the microphone. Because that doesn't make any sense. There's so many freaking safety podcasts that are out there right now and some of them 
are two minutes. There is a freaking safety podcast that I get that I listen to from time to time that is two minutes long. I don't see any kind of validation to it. And that's in, I'm talking about more along the lines of it's just what like a mini podcast doesn't do anything else. doesn't share any, any other information, but I look at it and I go, what makes logical sense from the aspect of moving forward? What makes logical sense in regards of what you're looking for? Because if we're not doing a service for you, then we're doing quote unquote, a disservice. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. Let's not do the disservice of the world. Let's do the servicing that's going to help you. So as a safety professional, what are you looking for? What do you want the show of shows to sound like? What is it that we can give you to assist? And I'll I'll tell you, there's a lot of times that I have conversations that safety professionals are very hesitant about giving an answer. But this is you. This is your show. This is what you want it to be. I don't do this for me. I started this program and network to be able to help people that were in the safety field. It's a, it's a different approach. I wanted to see if we could do it as fun. It just didn't want it to be just another podcast or another radio station. So think about that. Contact us here at Safety FM. You can go to safetyfm.com or safetyfm.live. Go into our email section, note section, and drop us a line. Tell us what you think. I appreciate you listening to Safety FM. If you're on Spreaker, you're about to lose us. We're going to go directly back to safetyfm.com. You can follow us. Go to safetyfm.com or safetyfm.live. I appreciate the time. We're going to go back to our regularly scheduled program here on Safety FM, which is my show, which is a show that I record. Anyways, it becomes very confusing. Anyways, thank you for the time this afternoon. Currently 329 in the afternoon coming to you from the Eastern Time Zone. If you want to continue on, follow us at safetyfm.com forward slash listen now or just click at the very top of the browser and click on listen now. I appreciate everything that you guys do out there in our industry. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com 
forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms.